What's up guys, how you doing? I'm Paul. I'm Morgan. <laughs> In today's video, would Jesus wear a mask? We're responding to John Cooper from Skillet in a video that he dropped on Monday that I found very interesting. It was a very interesting video. And I didn't even know totally what he was gonna say. I know that I like John Cooper. I really respect and appreciate the way he goes about topics, but I found the direction that he took this particular video. He mentioned the Beth Moore tweet. He dove at it from several different ways that I thought, well done, John. And one of the reasons I'm excited to dive into this is because I would say even in the past three days, this has been so much on our radar and as Christians, and I think a reason that you guys are gonna appreciate this video, you guys are having this conversation. God, what do you want from us? How do we love our neighbor? Is it as clear and black and white as the Beth Moore tweeting, if you love your neighbor, you will get the jab, wear a mask type thing. Like, is it that black and white? Then I see other Christians that are super patriotic and saying, no, I'm gonna stand for my rights and my freedoms. Is that where we should lean towards? Let's chat about it, but before we do, make sure you guys subscribe, hit that notification bell so you know when we go live or drop a new video or post something crazy and wild. We are making videos on culture and social issues from a Christian perspective to help you have hope and be free. Morgan, we are twinsing today and I kind of like it. Can, can we make this a thing for every video. Should we twin in every video, you guys? Aesthetically, it really is vibing. A lot of you know that we do not do sponsorships or brands. If we do, it's very, very rare. And a lot of the times it gets canceled or taken away. It's just because, the nature of the game. Because of the things we're talking about, because of the faith and the word of God that we speak on so often. So if you want to support what we're doing and partner with us in this ministry, I invite you guys. We invite you to become a patron. Go to patreon.com slash Paul and Morgan show and you have have until August 26th. One more week. To sign up for the $5 tier and receive a hand-painted canvas. Get on it, guys. Get on Mom. this. It's honestly a huge deal and it's the reason we're able to continue to do this YouTube channel, the ministry, do what we do. Consider joining. Thanks, guys. So <laughs> as we get into this video, would Jesus have worn a mask? I just want to say like this conversation, the clips that we're going to be playing from John Cooper, it's not just Jesus. If he were here walking the earth as a human being still, would he be wearing a mask? It goes to a very practical- Would Jesus want us to wear a mask? Yeah, of Christians that are saying, like Beth Moore, if you love your neighbor, then you would put the mask on. We just ask you to come to this conversation with an open mind. It doesn't have to be an argument. We're not scientists. We're not claiming to be scientists. This is just a conversation between friends. As two people that enjoy engaging in this type of conversation, we get passionate. And I think that there is allowed to be passion coming, but we do want to approach it with being able to see other people's perspectives. And that, that's what I genuinely hope we do. So I'm about to play the first clip from John Cooper. I will link his full video below because he tackles a a lot. I would say go watch the whole video. All right, first clip by JP. Nope, that would be John Pooper. It's, <laughs> that's not his name. That's John Cooper. It's pretty easy to make an argument. And again, I'm not picking on, on Beth. It's just the one that happened this week. This is all over the place and, and woke Christian Twitter. It's pretty easy to make a case for anything and then say, because of love of neighbor. In Beth's tweet, she's, yeah, basically saying we were called to love our neighbors, so get the jab, put on a mask, and if you're not gonna get the jab, you better be wearing the mask. <laughs> what is 
<laughs> Thank you That's the map. for your interpretation. That's where on the mask. And I love what John says about how we cannot keep using this argument of love your neighbor. And he's going to go further into why this is kind of like not a great argument to have when it comes to the mask or the jab or whatever. Wait, wait, hold on a minute. So you are on the record saying we can't use the argument of <laughs> love your neighbor, therefore do this. Mm -hmm. Even though the Bible talks about the number one rule outside of loving the Lord your God is loving your neighbor as yourself. You're going against scripture. <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> Anyone can say love your neighbor, therefore do this. And we're like, all right, let's unpack that. What does it mean to love your neighbor? And is it that black and white, that obvious? Yeah, why have you, Beth, and other Christians, whatever, or not Christians, decided that this is how we love our neighbor? Yeah. Because there are other Christians who have decided, no, I'm going to love my neighbor by fighting for their freedoms, oh. by fighting and standing up for their rights, all that jazz. All right, let's keep <laughs> going with this clip. That was only the first half of this particular piece. I tweeted about eight months ago, I saw a picture of uh, it was a it was a billboard in Canada and it's a picture of a baby and on the billboard it says the greatest gift that you can give your child is not having a second child. Well, their opinion is that the greatest thing you can do to love someone is stop having kids because we're actually making people's lives worth because we're 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 overpopulating the planet. Ooh, we saw Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. They received an award. <laughs> For, for saying we're stopping, we're not gonna have any more kids. Anyone can say, love your neighbor, therefore X. I think that needs to be examined a little bit more. I think there's a place for that. Something that John mentioned a little actually earlier in this video is he's talking about kind of like a pharisaical mindset in that the Pharisees took things, God, said that was in the in the law or was a law and they decided they're gonna add to that law and it became the traditions of man and so the problem here is we've got people saying the bible says love your neighbor here's what that means it means you wear a mask and you get the jab and it's like well that's not in the bible so let's stop making this specific thing like we can make the love your neighbor thing. Yeah, that's that's biblical. That's God's law. And then there are some clear biblical ways for how to love your neighbor. Mm -hmm. But as you're saying, to say this particular thing... Is absolutely how you love your neighbor is less... That, that's, is, as he said earlier, is becoming, in his opinion and ours, pharisaical. Mm -hmm. It's becoming very almost proud to think that you have it completely figured out. Let's at least, and this is what Morgan and I desire to do, at least give grace or give an openness of there may be another side. We don't have a monopoly on this because it's not clearly cut in our opinions, in yeah. the Bible. And he goes on to say, you know, people say, don't be selfish. This isn't about your rights. Just stop having kids. And maybe don't have any kids because that's what's best for the earth. We see that coming from the love your neighbor. This is so obvious. This is how you love your neighbor. It can just get twisted. We're not saying that everybody's twisting it who thinks that to love your neighbor, this is what clearly should be done. But when they start making it this non-negotiable, we're right, you're wrong if you see it differently, that becomes problematic. Let's <laughs> play the next clip. There is something that I personally am much, much more terrified about than COVID, okay? And that is uh, tyranny, totalitarianism. Whether that comes, now oh, listen, whether that comes from the government or whether that's just like a cultural 
uh, tyranny. Like you are excluded from being involved in anything in, in the public sphere, which we're beginning to sort of see right now. I am very scared of tyranny for lots and lots of reasons. I think this is so relevant because you see people that maybe they're not as like invested in the different political sides of this. They're just kind of observing. Okay, these people are saying wear a mask. They're saying love your neighbor, wear a mask. It's It just seems obvious. Guys, I'm gonna be the first to admit I'm not like this brilliant human being. I don't feel like I'm this super smart person. She's brilliant. You babe just saying that makes you brilliant and super smart. <laughs> I understand that there's so many bigger things going on in this world and that there is science to this. There are statistics. There are these big things. And so yesterday or whatever, a few days ago, I was sitting with the Lord and just, just like, God, like, I don't want me not wanting to wear a mask to be a prideful thing. I don't want it to be a thing of like, well, I just don't want to do it. So I'm not going to do it. Like, I don't want that to be where my heart is. And so Lord, like if I'm in the wrong, please, please show me. And like, I couldn't get past this just feeling and I don't know if it's a discernment or just yeah the Holy Spirit or whatever personal it, conviction yes but yeah I just could not get past this feeling of like the do it to love your neighbor idea just didn't sit right with me it just doesn't sit right with me after listening to this I feel like he voiced my thoughts or what I was trying to think and come up with um really well just him talking about the tyranny I think that's kind of where I stand is like We've continued to see things happen that are just, in my opinion, not right, not okay, and that are straight up lies. Just two weeks, wear the mask for two weeks and then you'll be free. Okay, now you just get the jab, just get the jab and you can stop wearing a mask. Actually, get the jab and wear your mask. And also, you know what, now you need a passport. Well, they would say that, well, we've uncovered new science and right. science is changing. Yeah, I just think that that's just a bunch of malarkey and... Oh, quote, I, quoting Joe Biden. It's scary to see what is going on right now and it's scary to see people who live in a free country be so fearful of this virus that they're willing to literally just lay down their rights and say, you know what, you take my freedoms, just tell me what to do because if that means I'll be safe, then that's all that matters. And it's like, one, the government can't keep you safe from everything in this world. Like, it just can't. It cannot, okay? Two, like, we make decisions every day. I think John maybe said this in the podcast about, like, getting in your car and driving. You made that decision of the benefit outweighs the risk of me possibly getting in a car accident and dying. Like On my way to work. Yes, every day you make these decisions. And this, in my opinion, is part of that. Like, deciding to whether or not wear a mask. Okay, that's your decision. Deciding whether or not to get the jab. Okay, that's your decision. But it should not be mandated because, again, it starts taking away people's freedoms and people's rights and it becomes tyrannical. I do find it so interesting to see, say, like six months into the pandemic, you had a good amount of people saying, you know, I'm going to go ahead and start standing for my rights right now. And then floods of people saying, wow, conspiracy theorists, mm -hmm. you guys are worrying about this stuff. That's not gonna happen. Just go with it. Who Just cares go with about it. your rights? And then, however many months into it now we are, and we're seeing so many of these things that people were hesitant about and, and kind of nervous about, so they were going ahead and standing for the rights early. Mm -hmm. Now we're seeing them come to pass. Yeah. And I even had a friend the other day say, 
I was one of those people that was like, that stuff's not gonna happen, just relax, and now they're seeing it happen. So I I, I like, like you said, I like the way he's articulating this, and mm -hmm. I think he goes on, let's hear this. Where Arnold and Beth seem to think this is just a bunch of stubborn, I don't care about anybody else, all about my individual rights. Here's what I would say. I can't think of anything in this situation more loving, and I believe in a true biblical sense of the word love, not like the weird degrowth movement that love is not having kids. All right, I'm talking about biblical definition of love. I can't think of anything more loving in this situation than to protect those individual rights. People fought and bled and died in order for us to have some sort of individual autonomy in a in a biblical sphere of, of authority, by the way. This isn't like, I should do whatever I want to. No, no, no. God gives us these rights. It makes me sad that months and months ago, people who decided to stand up against what was being mandated and stuff were all of a sudden labeled as people who don't care about anyone, who don't yeah. care about their neighbor, who don't love people. And it's like, I really like what John is saying here because... I know that that's not my heart. I know that that's not Paul's heart. Like, I want to love and care for the people around me. But to me, that doesn't mean to wear a mask and get the jab. Like, that's just not what it looks like in my perspective and in going to the Lord. And, and like, it's just not. If that's how you see it, okay, that's your personal conviction. And I'm not going to make you feel bad for that at all. But please don't make me feel bad for loving and caring for others in a different way of I'm going to fight for their rights, fight for their freedoms, fight for their future. They're like he said, we're people and are people that have gone to war and lost their lives literally fighting for our freedom in America. And that should not be taken for granted. That should not be stomped on and snatched away by the government so quickly. Where you move into is this idea of safism. And once you move into safism, when you are willing to trade, I will give you my rights, government. I will give you control of my life if you just keep me safe. If you just keep me safe from all harm, I'll give it all over to you. That That's scary. That is a scary, scary place. And mark my words you will see incredible oppression if people are willing to give up everything they have in order for the government to take care of them. That's what we're seeing more and more of, and it's kind of scary where it's leading to. And even I heard you listening to Allie B. Stuckey's podcast talking about this topic and how she sees a, a more of an influx in the Gen Z and younger generation of just being more fearful and being like, I need to be safe. Therefore, the risks, I'm going to kind of avoid those. Yeah. Less people getting their driver's license, less guys asking girls out to go on dates, just smaller stuff like that. Yeah. But I think she's saying it's indicative of a larger thing. And now with the pandemic and the uh, nonstop on the news, CNN, uh, <laughs> it's it's just fear, 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 fear being shoveled to us in massive heaps of dog poop and <laughs> horse poop wow. shoveled to us. And so it's created, I think, in literally in a span of two years, it's increased it sevenfold. We need to just be safe at all costs. Yeah. And to me, that is just going to become such an oppressive life to live. We've seen government institutions, uh, local governments, broader government use this as here's an opportunity to exert things over 
the community, to take things from the community. And I've heard people say, like, do we really think when they take that from us that they're going to give it back? Right. When they mandate, now you must get the jab, It's it, it opens up the door mm-hmm. for, okay, what else are we going to mandate? We know that they're okay with taking this one. The issue of the mask wearing, to me, is nothing more than than theater. It, it is making me jump into a an unreality, something that I do not believe, just to acquiesce to either the overlords, overlords meaning government, big tech, big business, big media, whatever, to acquiesce to what they want me to do, uh, even though I know that it's not true, but I'm gonna play the game. And every time I put my mask on, I know that I'm doing something that I do not believe in. In other words, I'm being forced to lie. This is where it gets really spicy. (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting because whether you agree with that or not, I think that he has a point, Whether again, whether you agree with that point or not. And this was another thing that I personally have struggled with of like, from my research, from what I've looked into, for me to put on a mask and like walk around and act like, like I think this works and I believe in this mask, like that's literally like, I, I'm just lying. <laughs> like I'm going around lying. And like, I don't like that. And how is that loving your neighbor when I'm like, this is a lie. If I do put this on, I'm lying to my neighbors and that's not very loving. I like the way he he talks about it. He says, to me, this is nothing more than theater. And I think about Obama's birthday party and how these, uh, so many people that were at Obama's party are the advocates for saying, you must continue to wear your mask. We are, that's loving your neighbor. And then here they are on the dance floor without masks on. Which just shows it's theater. But even before, you know, the, the jabs came around for everybody, you saw that happening. You saw people justifying the BLM riots saying, well, racism is the the biggest virus. You saw pictures of these people going around with their masks off. And then as soon as they are on camera, their masks are back on. Just yeah. over and over again, examples, they'd be taking it more seriously if they believed in it. And he's, I believe, saying many Americans, many people have just kind of embraced this. I'm embracing this, not because it works, but for it, almost a virtue signaling. This is me proving to you that I I care. And it's like, it's just disingenuous. And he goes on to say this. So now I'm basically living in a fantasy world. That frightens me. And every time I put that mask on, that's basically what I think. I know I'm doing this. I know it's show. I know it's theater. I know my overlords don't even believe in it because if they did, they wouldn't be breaking all of their own rules. Fantasy world. <sighs> Hello, fantasy world. It is wild. I would be curious to hear your all's thoughts um, to the people who do support wearing the mask. Mandating them, making other people wear them. Yes, and then jab as well. What do you say to the event that happened with Obama's party? They're literally having a party with 300 plus people, no masks. I believe it's been confirmed there were people there who have not been jabbed like how do you justify that do you see that and get frustrated and and are you like wow like these are the people who helped me see why it's so important and here they are not even doing it what does this even mean it's a good question because i would yeah if i saw that i would just be like wait a second they don't they're not even listening to what they're telling us to do why the heck would i listen to this and you know that's one example there's been 
hundreds so my question is are you seeing this and if you're not well surprise because it's happening but if you are what are your thoughts how do you feel about that do you agree with the news anchor that said oh well obama's birthday bash gets a pass because these are sophisticated people <laughs> which it's just disgusting to me these are sophisticated guys that's awful <laughs> these are sophisticated people that have had the jab so they get a pass but oh, the rest no. of you whether you've had a jab or not mask up i mean it's literally like saying like well these people are clean and they're mm, higher up than you peasants i have no idea if we'll ever reach zero covid but i kind of don't think so it doesn't seem like it right now <laughs> certainly anytime soon there's all these other variants happening seems to me that we're going to be dealing with it for a really long time so at what point does jesus stop caring about you wearing your mask like two years Five years, 10 years. So he's going back to the Beth Moore tweet and simply suggesting, we don't know when this is gonna end. This could literally be a permanent thing with all the variants. So Beth Moore and those saying, love your neighbor. This is, cause I mean, so. Oh. oh. <laughs> so many people say, just do it. That's loving your neighbor. Don't worry about your freedoms, just do it. Mm -hmm. So those of you who are saying that, five more years of mask wearing, 10 more years of mask wearing, yeah. just wear the mask. I'm tired of this, like trying to force things down people's throat. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that goes down your throat. <laughs> the Bible says whatever's not done in faith is sin. So if you do have a strong conviction, don't try to force your way out of that conviction. But again, give room, give space when it's something that's not clearly scriptural. Mm -hmm. Give space for other people's perspectives and opinions. Guys, we're trying to sort through this for ourselves. I spent a while yesterday watching a, a different Christian's perspective. He kind of came a little more on the other side of, well, Christians, they should just submit and they should just do it. So I realized there are different perspectives. I am, like Morgan said, desiring, Lord, you lead me. I don't want to be just hanging on to this thing tight gripped because maybe most of the people that I enjoy listening to on political perspectives see it one way. No, like I want the Lord's perspective, but this is where Morgan and I are at, where our convictions lie right now. Let's keep it going though, guys. In the comment section, that's one of the reasons we like YouTube, is we can just keep these dialogues going. Where are you at when it comes to Christians wearing masks? Jesus would want you to wear the mask, love your neighbor, wear the mask or not. Hit us up. Comment below where you're at. Give this video a thumbs up if you appreciated us retackling this topic. <laughs> <laughs> and for freedom! All right, guys, we love you all very much. Thanks again for watching. We'll see you tomorrow for our live stream. Make sure that you grab one, Morgan. Grab one of the canvases. Make sure that you, I mean, one more week. One more week, people. It's hard to see the Have Hope Be Free. You can. There's Have Hope Be Free written on top. One more week, $5 patrons. Get yourself one painted by Morgan. Thank you guys for your support for Morgan and I as we're sorting through this on the YouTube space. We hope that this video and our videos lately have blessed you all. Have a wonderful rest of your day. We'll catch you very soon. Have hope. And be free.